All right. Hey, we are joined, or I am joined by uh, returning guest, Cool Frazier, and uh, a first timer, a new friend, uh, Scepter. Um, yeah, good to be here. Can hey. people find Can people find you online, Scepter, or do they, do you not want them to find you? Uh, they can find me online. It's, it's at John Agnams. Agnams is spelled A G H A N I M S. Yeah, and he's joining us from a, a secret facility. So. Um, you know, he's had to take some security measures, which I think makes him sound a little bit different. Yeah. I hope yeah. the next time I can get some better recording stuff set up too, you know? Well, this is for, that's for national security. We under, like the audience understands, like they get it. This I appreciate a, it. This is a without, sophisticated listenership. Without going to too much details for, for sake of security, you know, there's just some things that happen. So here we are. Yeah. Yeah, well, we we all get it. We get it. And then, uh, yeah, cool, cool, Fraser. How are you doing? I'm doing uh, great. Uh, getting over a, a sickness. Actually, I, I wanted to to tell you a really uh, long, poignant story about this sickness. <laughs> well, um, I don't have an advertiser this week, so okay. if, you, if you do want to tell a story, I won't interrupt you. <laughs> no, that's all right. Uh, there is uh, something that that. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but uh, this show gets a lot of fan mail. Oh, um, yeah. We have the best fans. Yeah, the, the best fans. Um, we got some fan mail for you. I don't know if you if you saw it. Oh, no. Is it in my inbox? Oh, yeah. Just check your inbox. It's it's there. All right. Uh, should I should I read it? Yeah. What, what is the what do our fans say? What do they want to say to you? <clears throat> All right. I didn't I didn't, I didn't read it because, you know, it's personal to you. Yeah. It says, uh, dear, cool Frasier. I wanted to write to say how much I have enjoyed hearing you on the movie club. I think the host is needlessly mean to you. <laughs> and I think you need to stick up for yourself. I think you have a really nice voice. <laughs> Would you like to meet sometime? JK, haha, just kidding. But seriously, I love your voice. Your wife is a lucky woman. <laughs> uh, my wife being uh, cool Lilith Sternin, by the way. Shout out to her. How do you know um, that? I thought you'd never seen Fraser. How do you even know whose wife is? <laughs> I, I, I looked it up. Okay. I thought <laughs> Plus you said like my actual name wife is cool Lilith Sternin. Oh, of course. Um, <laughs> your wife's name. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I can't even imagine how cool it would be to be married to such a good podcaster like yourself. I spent $400 on MeUndies in the last two months. Maybe we could trade MeUndies picks sometimes. Love Movie Club, movie club Fan 2003. 2003? Oh is, is that a birth year? That's yeah, pretty, that's a little young. That's pretty 2003 young. 2003 is the year favorite movie came out. What movies came out in two, 2003? Pirates of Caribbean. Yeah, Pirates <laughs> yeah there's, there's also a movie that came out that was called 13. Which might be a hint that person's thirteen years old. <laughs> mm. Oh dear. Well, uh, you know, like I said, we have the best fans. Yeah, I didn't. I, I, you know, that, that took I a direction I wasn't anticipating, but you know. Yeah, I don't know about that part about like you being mean. I feel like you're you're very nice. Uh, yeah, thanks. I think so too. Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, and Matrix Reloaded both came out in two thousand three. Ooh. Right. Hey, I'm I'm checking the. Uh, the inbox right now, and it looks like a, a a mail just came in for you. It looks like it's from a fan named Steven. <laughs> okay. Yeah. This one's for you, though. <laughs> All right. Let's read it. Uh, hello, this is Steven. I am nine years old, <laughs> and my dad <laughs> listens to your podcast. 
I I like the goblins and the funny songs, but I do not like it <laughs> when you are mean to Mr. Fraser. Please let him finish his stories. He is nice and you are mean. Please review a Ninja Turtle. <laughs> a Ninja Turtle or Beyblades. <laughs> I don't actually know what Beyblades is. What is that? I don't know. The spinning tops. You have tops. I know because they wrote this one. Um, my son did, actually. But Oh, I was going to say, this kid sounds like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> He was, he was uh, high on sugar, you know, the time we wrote this. But yeah, okay. you, you amazing tops that do battle in a giant dome. I, mm. They should make a movie about it if they haven't. I didn't know they made a movie. Maybe yeah, I didn't did. either. Maybe it's like a TV show. So is it? So it's a toy and a TV show, or something like that? I guess. I think it's just a toy. Okay. Yeah, I mean, maybe next week we can talk about um, a Ninja Turtle or Beyblades. Yeah, I think actually oh, Beyblades wow. came out in two thousand three. Okay. They did. Wow, that's that's incredible. Wow. So between uh, movie fan, two thousand three, and um, Stephen, our average listener is what, like fifteen? That's what it's looking like. Yeah, that's great. That's a really good um, demographic for marketing. That's what you're going for, hundred uh, yeah. percent. That that age, like that's big money there to be made. Ch- the children. Um, not sure if you guys have heard this, but children. They, uh, they're our future. Yeah. Master and Commander and the Lizzie McGuire movie were also 2003. Uh, Beyblades came out in the U.S. in 2002. Hmm. They really took off in 2003, though. Yeah. Uh, so, um, what have, uh, what have you guys been watching lately? Scepter, have you watched anything interesting lately? Um, I feel like the last thing I've seen was that, uh, only murders in the building. TV show. Do you guys suck with TV shows here or just movies? Yeah, whatever. TV shows, oh, yeah. movies. What is uh, it called? YouTube. Uh, Only Murders in the Building. It has Selena Gomez in it. Huh. And is this on a streaming? It's on Hulu. And Steve Martin, Martin Shore is good. I liked it. I've heard of it. I don't. It's like a comedy uh, murder mystery thing. Yeah, it kind of pokes fun at all the like women who love the crime podcast, crime podcast. Um, but I think they will still enjoy it, despite kind of being made fun of it at the same time. I thought it was good. Hmm. Sonic just- Two came out for streaming on on Paramount Plus, which I have because it's like free. And so, what came out? Sonic Two. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen that yet. Like, oh, my kids will be excited. Little Steven, like he's been begging me to take him to, to <laughs> the theater for so long, but yeah, I've still, he... I've still been meaning to see Sonic One. Oh, you never saw Sonic. Sonic it's, was a great it's, film. It's just okay for a kids' movie, in my opinion. Sonic One. Yeah. You you kind of get what you're expecting, you know? Like you go and expect if this is a video game movie for kids, and it it does fine for that. But, yeah, know? it's brisk. There's jokes. There's Decent special effects, action scenes, you know. Yeah. And Sonic's in it. So. I heard Sonic 2 was worse than Sonic 1. But I've yeah, seen, I, heard, I haven't seen either. So. I heard the same thing. Um, any, you, you watching anything else? Well, I can't wait for Sonic 3. Are they doing, yeah. are they doing that? I, I don't know. I haven't seen 2. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they if they set you up for a sequel. Yeah, before I invest in a... I, you ever go? You ever go to a movie with someone, and then at the end, 
they they say they look at you and they say they totally left that open to a sequel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did I did that. What's that movie? Uh Mor- Morbius maybe. I saw yeah, that. Yeah, Morbius. And they left that open to a sequel. I'm not sure that was a good idea or not. But they did. I just like it when people say that. I think mm-hmm. it's funny because it's like well, of course, every movie is open to a sequel. Yeah, true. You don't want to you don't want to waste any precious intellectual property. But what about isn't it frustrating when it's like they obviously like left th- things unresolved like that that should have been resolved yeah yeah it's nice when they tie up loose ends enough where like, if that's the last movie you saw you're fine but if you want to right. see the next part you can yeah yeah it's probably it's like a big out now to just like you can always just like not finish your movie <laughs> just bank on like the next guy having answers that you didn't think of yeah well like dune ended and it's like if if they don't get to make a second one like this is the dumbest movie ever, potentially. Yeah. Like I the first that, half of a book. I think they ended up getting the second part greenlit or whatever. But but yeah, he took a big risk on the on the Dune thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't watch any like partial book movies anymore for that reason. Because like I, I watch like well one that I remember is Atlas Shrugged. Did they ever finish I don't think they finished that. No, they did. I mean, Oh, they did finish it. Okay. Yeah. Well, that was a bad example then. <laughs> it, it's not a very good. Like the quality yeah. goes down each movie, and the first one's not that good. Yeah, the first one was not like it was. Like, it was like tolerable, right? Uh-huh. And to me, that's what I'm thinking of because I've seen other cases like this where the first movie it's it's like it's okay, but it kind of doesn't justify more films, and then they make them, but with a significantly lower budget. At least it seems like because the quality goes down quite a bit, mm-hmm. and yeah. Um, yeah, so I wanted to talk about, actually, I've, I've been doing the uh, 2003 challenge, right? So I'm watching <laughs> every movie that came out in 2003. <laughs> so every I, single, every single yeah. one. You, you know that one? You know that challenge? Is this, like a, is this a TikTok thing? Um, no, it's actually on, uh, on, uh, WeChat or WeChat. Oh, yeah. this is a this is a WeChat thing. Yeah, it's yeah. a WeChat thing. All the um, you know, Zoomers in in China are watching all the movies from 2003 that came out in America, like all that came out in theaters. You know, not like straight yeah. to DVD stuff. That's still got to be like 200 movies. There's a lot of movies that are pretty good that came out in 2003, though. You know, like Shanghai Nights, Bruce Almighty. Yeah, yeah. So I, I started. I started. Kangaroo with, Jack. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, I'm not to Kangaroo Jack yet, but I can't wait. Uh, the Hulk by Ang Lee. Which of we can course. Talk about later. Is that um, Ed Norton? No, it's uh, Eric Bana. Oh, Bana. That's right. That's right. Um, Big Fish. Uh huh. Big Fish. Out of time. The Italian uh, Job. Now, now, the Italian Job and the Hulk, I feel like, are relevant for today as well. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. <laughs> Kill Bill. Lost in Translation. Uh, anyway, a lot of great m- films in 2003, which is why everybody uh, is doing the challenge. Old <laughs> everyone, That's everyone takes 2003 for the username, because 2003 was just a great year. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that makes more sense. Movie fan 2003 is actually a 35-year-old woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which makes her message uh, a lot more appropriate. Yeah, so I watched, I started with um, 
Pirates of the Caribbean. And I hadn't watched it probably since like like 2005, probably. Like, I think I watched it, you know, when it was out on DVD or whatever, or maybe the original iteration of Netflix or something like that. But uh, yeah, I hadn't watched it in, in over a decade. So, you know, I, I, I vaguely remembered it. You know, it's, a, it's not the, the most revolutionary movie. But the thing that struck me was the stunts and action scenes looked amazing. And it's because it's like one of the last big budget, big budget action movies that like actually did real stunts for most of their stuff, right? They had CGI for like the zombie stuff or whatever, skeleton pirate stuff. Mm-hmm. But like most of the stunts, stunts had to be done real. Like, so there's real fire, you know, not CGI fire. Yeah. Like, but when's the last time you've seen like real fire in a movie? I don't know. Yeah, they use CGI a lot for fire. A lot of people complain about CGI fire. Yeah, and like like I'm I'm not a CGI complainer per se. Like I appreciate good CGI or whatever. Um but it's it was just so striking to be like you know, when they like hit a bunch of water, there was like a bunch of water spray and it looked like very good. And I think part of it may have been also like I'm watching it on like a 4K OLED TV, you know, mm-hmm. Sony. 4K OLED. Here's an yeah. here's our ad for the week. I'll, I'll put a link in the description. Yeah, it's three thousand dollars for the fifty-five inch. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah. So like, it looked great, and I was like, this this looks awesome, and it's kind of like a fun movie. It's very like fast paced. There's comedy. There's action. There's a girl, and it's enjoyable. And I'm and it kind of makes me miss uh, the the pre marvel days where now every movie like that is a superhero movie and has some big purple laser in the sky at the end of the movie and (laughs) like you know this is this is not that yeah i'm trying to think of like are there any others like that that i'm missing like pre-reliance on cg big budget action stunt um Probably right around then, you probably have a lot of examples. Nothing comes to mind, but right. I feel like the more recent one is Mad Max for your own, right? Well, Mad Max is good, but there's actually a lot of CGI in Mad Max. But um, but yeah, they definitely did real stunts and they paid off, right? Uh, But but that's like an anomaly, right? Whereas that like Pirates of the Caribbean is kind of like how those how movies used to be made, like you know what I mean. Yeah, you had to hire a guy to like throw him off of a forty-foot thing, you know, thirty times in a row. Yeah, and and I know like a lot of Marvel movies are like we have the best stunt workers or whatever, but they still are doing like CGI head replacement. They're still doing like, um, you know, background painting and all that type of stuff. And it's just like, like there's this one scene where he's like escaping on the dock or something and they they like are shooting at him and he's like spinning on a rope and like he's actually spinning on a rope and like they would have done that in CG and uh nowadays you know mm-hmm. but yeah i I'm, i might go back and i actually was um uh not dismissive but i like i never really took the uh pirates movies very 
I didn't give him a good chance. I think it kind of, you know, I, I saw the first one probably, and I don't know uh-huh. if I even saw the other ones. Well, I saw the other ones like once. I never revisited those, and I'm not going to. But I think the first one is actually a good movie, and it makes sense why they were like, let's m- keep making these until people can't take them anymore. Can yeah. you ask me what, what movies I watch? And I'm remembering now that just like in the last week or two, I've rewatched all the Rocky movies, like the first five at least. Oh, I, rem- and- I remember you saying that, yeah. Yeah, so on that note, like I was kind of thinking it's, it's kind of fun to pick a theme and just as a family, you know, go through movies. So I was considering doing Pirates of the Caribbean because I, th- I thought the first movie was good and they were fun. They kind of fall off, especially when they got rid of Johnny Depp. Like there was one where I felt like I had missed several movies. Maybe I did because I just didn't know what was going on the whole time. Um, um, are those, so are the Pirates ones, are they, um, those are owned by Disney, right? Yeah, they are. Yeah. So that's on Disney Plus? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, I, I, I maybe I'll I'll probably turn that on for my for my older kid tonight. That was kind of my intention, yeah, to see if kids like it still, and it seems like they do. I think my kid looks like it because he's a big Lord of the Rings fan, so you got Legolas in there. He'd be like, "Oh my gosh, this cow, not cowboy, pirate Legolas." Yeah, but we should we should make clear to our listeners that um. Disney, uh, we don't support Disney. Uh, mm. We are we are based and red pilled, and Disney and is anti Disney. Yeah, we're anti Disney. We don't have Disney Plus. <laughs> we don't. My kids don't even know who um, Buzz Lightyear is. People keep asking my kids, like every family dinner, when it's like other you know bigger families, extended family, they ask my kids if they've seen Turning Red, and my kids reply, "No, go to hell." Every time. <laughs> Um, it's funny though, because, uh, my, my oldest does not, he, he doesn't usually like s- requests with specific things to watch. He just watches whatever we put on, but someone like, a, I don't know, someone at church or something told him about turning red and he keeps asking about, I was like, why are you asking about this movie? Like, this is the one movie that like, that like, I obviously shouldn't show you. Uh, yeah. why do you keep asking about this one? I don't know. It's very weird that he wants that one I, I, well my daughter so in her kindergarten class she has a friend and her favorite movie is turning red and so because of that my daughter's gonna be the same she wants to see it i'm kind of like nah yeah it's just weird for my son though because he never really really requests anything They're like that's the one he keeps requesting i don't know the, the maybe the creeps are like working hard on that one i i have a take on turning red have you seen um, it yeah i've seen it it's not I, I think, like, obviously, probably all propaganda is bad, but the um, the message, the core message of the movie is bad, which is kind of like, don't listen to your parents or something. <laughs> but, uh, but I think for a certain age, it's just a movie about a funny uh, big panda, big red panda. Mm-hmm. And that's all it is, right? Like it's it it's not so blatant, um, that that it's kind of that. But I do think for like probably like eight to nine to eleven and up, like yeah, the, like, the propaganda it, is pretty blatant. It's more uh, subversive for a yeah. kid. All right, well, take that under advisement. Yeah, uh, people have asked us actually about on this show. They they've said uh, you know you should. You should, you should do a show about kids movies, which we will do. So um, we'll, we'll cover a bunch of kids movies at some point. And we'll, we'll tell you which ones are uh, based in red pilled and which mm-hmm. ones are 
and which ones are like uh, allegories for uh, menstruation or something like that <laughs> yeah it, it's a pretty blatant allegory for menstruation <laughs> um in uh, to, to my uh, to answer my own question like what i've been watching lately um there's another uh, some some guys online who uh well, anyway, some I saw some other people had like a movie podcast. So I wanted to check it out, and, I, and it was really good. But I listened to it, and they were talking about a movie from the seventies called uh, "Walking Tall," which you may have, you've probably seen the remake, which was with mm-hmm. the Rock. The, so I watched actually both. I watched the seventies uh, version and the the two thousand four version with the Rock. Um, the seventies one was a lot. It's kind of weird because the seventies one is a much more straightforward movie and it's, you know, made in the seventies, It, but it's a much more, it's like darker, I guess, cause it's more kind of realistic and it is, it's based on a true story. Um, the 2004 one was, is just kind of weird, but it, if you've not heard of it, it's basically a guy, he's a, a wrestler. I think any, I think he was in real life, like a WWF type guy, but he wants to uh, retire from wrestling. So he m- moves back to his hometown in Tennessee but he finds out there's like a gang um, that's like they have like a, a gambling hall and they guess they do prostitution and stuff. And they're like real bad guys. And he he doesn't like them. So he like he gets in a fight with them at their club and uh, they, they beat him up really bad. And then the rest of the movie is basically him just like dismantling the gang, like one guy at a time or a couple guys at a time. Um, but it's kind of crazy. It's, it's like I say, it's a true story. And um this guy goes way too hard, in my opinion. <laughs> I mean, I guess he's a hero. You know, he's meant to be like the hero, but he um, he he succeeds at great cost to his to himself and his family. Um, and there was like probably uh, I don't know, call me a coward or something, but I, I probably would just have moved, or, <laughs> or or maybe like I would just like firebomb their um, this club instead of letting them like kill me or kill my wife. Which is what happens. His wife gets killed. Yeah. Spoiler! Spoiler to a true spoiler. Story. I mean, I was going to watch this movie. So, is is it a good movie though? Should I watch it? You know, the wife died. Um, it's a good movie. It's um. Is it two seventies? It's it's pretty seventies, uh, but like, but I actually would say it was less seventies than I anticipated. I, I and this is something I'm trying to get over. I, I, I have always kind of seen movies before like the mid eighties as like old, and I would right. kind of lose interest in them. And well, I realized, you've heard my famous take that all old movies are boring. Well, and like, and I realized that like pre nineteen eighty five is not even old for a movie. It's just that's just sort of like there seems maybe it's like Spielberg or something. But like there was like that line where it's like storytelling took a big turn. Um, and like seventies movies are slower. Uh, they they tend to have like wide these wide angle shots. Mm-hmm. Where they, don't, they don't explain necessarily a lot of what's going on. Sometimes the dialogue is really muffled. So you can't tell what people are saying. Um, but I would say this was um, this was less 70s than I anticipated. Um, it's very watchable to uh, to the modern eye. Um, what about the, the 2004 one, though? The 2004 one is actually is the 2004 one is more 2004 than the 1973 one is 1973, if that makes sense. Like, so, so you agree that both of them would have been better if they were made in 2003, though? Um. <laughs> I'm not actually well, they not kind sure. of made it. They made the rundown in 2003. The one oh, with okay. the rock. The one with the rock is like, is um, 
there's a lot of like things that don't age very well in there. Like it's just like cheesy early two thousands, but the, um, the 70, 1973 one, um, it ages pretty well. I would say, right. um, like they threw a bunch of things into the newer one that are just like, Hey, we're, we're updating something old. And it's like, uh, it's just kind of annoying, but like they're going out of their, their way to make it. So you notice they're updating something. They're like, we're listening to a CD player. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That sort of thing. And like the, in the music choices and the style choices are, mm. are, are kind of aggressive. So anyway, well, I was watching those. I also watched um, Pig with uh, Nicolas Cage. He's it's where he's a chef. I watched a video essay on Pig, but, you didn't but see, I haven't you didn't, seen the movie. But you didn't see Pig. Um, I've, I'm I'm laughing at you, but I do that too. I watch like <laughs> essay, I watch essays about movies I have. Oh, I will never see. Uh, Pig is pretty good though. It's um, he's a he's a guy who lives in the woods with his pig, and they hunt for valuable truffles and sell them to hipster restaurants and then um someone steals his pig and and drama ensues can i tell you the video essay yeah sure so they were comparing pig to uh the uh recent wave of kind of vigilante uh justice movies a la john wick Mm -hmm. where they kind of grab an actor that's somewhat older and have them get revenge and kill all these people. And so they brought up like John Wick and then like the Equalizer by Denzel Washington. And then the one that uh, the Better Call Saul guy did. They made the comparison and said that Pig is kind of like the setup is like that. But then it's not that movie. Yeah, it's a cool movie. It's it's about like the underground, like the it's about the the fine dining scene in Portland, Oregon. And so it's like all these hipster restaurants and like everyone's competing for the best uh, truffles and the best ingredient, best, you know, fresh ingredients from like weird sources and all that. And it's a, it's an interesting look at the industry as well as just like a, a good, like Nicolas Cage performance and a a little unusual story about a pig. So. It actually makes me really excited because I think I've told you this previously, but I watched a documentary with my wife called Amazing Pigs. Uh-huh. It, oh, was, yeah. it was great, but one of the you know parts of stories about how to use them to look for truffles. So that's, yeah, it's kind of been on our mind. So it, now yeah, is I, this in theaters or is it streaming? The pig movie? I, guess I don't remember where I saw it, but I watched it like the same day you were talking about Amazing Pigs. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. Nicholas Cage appreciates pigs as much as that movie does. Yeah, like. he, he seems like a cool guy. You know. Um, but yeah, that's a. Oh, I think that's about it for what I've been watching. Um, Wait, are we going to hear uh, Scepter's uh, Rocky review? Yeah, what, what do you what do you tell us about? Rocky? So one of the things I really want to do for Rocky is I want to take all the fight scenes and like splice them together because like for the first three movies, no one blocks a single punch, and it's like kind of <laughs> kind of like comedic because. His head just bobbing the whole time like a bobblehead. You know, you just, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> I'm just like, can you put your hands or something? But, you know, fun movies. They, yeah. It works out. You run to the top of the stairs. He fights. And then you go to the next movie. <laughs> they yeah. repeat. Yeah. But, well, I mean, Rocky IV, um, you know, ended the Cold War. It did. That was phenomenal. 
Well, it's interesting because I, I don't know if it's because it's, it's fun sometimes as a group to like go through a series of movies, but we watched like the first three or four on HBO because they're leaving and then the wife went to the library and checked out four and five because she wanted to see those two. <laughs> it's like, all right, great. Did you, did you also do like Creed and Creed 2? No, so there's Creed and Creed 2 and then there's like Rocky Balboa or something that I think yeah. his son fights. So I want to watch those. Um, it's very sad. Creed dies in the fourth one as well. And yeah. I still have to see his movies, though. Spo- spoiler alert. Spoil- oh, yeah, spoiler. Spoiling Rocky IV. Yeah. Um, also, another spoiler. He runs to the top of a mountain. He does. So in case you were watching and you weren't sure if he's going to get to the top, he does. He makes it. Well, in the second movie on, all right, the first movie, he doesn't make it to the top of the mountain. He gets tired. Oh, interesting. I, I didn't remember that. Uh, oh, regarding the the fighting, I mean, ever I I I've never really watched boxing, so my understanding of boxing came from like Rocky movies and similar, but then I see like Floyd Mayweather, and like all he does is block, you know, he just like blocks the whole time and then gets a few good hits in and then he wins, and yeah, then, and then I and then he goes home and like hits his wife or something, but um, <laughs> he uh. <laughs> That was that was like a, a, a an awakening for me to go and actually see real boxing because like oh this is like uh, not like Rocky. Yeah, I was imagining like how many times he could get hit in the head, and they were just like our audience would be fine with this. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> like he's getting hit like hundreds of times, and 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 Rocky Five, you know the doctors are like Rocky, you have severe brain damage. <laughs> I'm like yeah, yeah he does. <laughs> We we should do a podcast episode on fight scenes. Oh yeah, get, maybe get uh, Brett Kane. You know he's a fighter. Maybe he could come. Yeah, and talk about it. yeah. Maybe we'll do that in a few weeks. Sounds good. Okay. Anything else anyone wanted to get into before we talk about some uh, some trailers for some from big new things coming out? Um, actually, uh, we're getting a call. Oh really? Yeah. Who's calling? <laughs> yeah, it is. Is this uh, is this Mr. Jones? Yeah, this, this is Alex Jones. I'm calling in because you uh, used a clip from my show on your last episode. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, were we not allowed to? No, I just wanted to call in and say that Bone Broth, uh, K-Man Bone Broth, it's the best you've ever had. You're going to want to buy it. Pick it up at uh, <laughs> alexjonesstore.com. Uh, you're going to love it. Oh, thanks, Alex. So, this is great that you called. And I, I never thought when I started this show that that you'd call. Well, I've, I've been listening since day one, since the first episode. Uh, what was what was that one with uh, uh, Bennett? And you talked about Dune. That was the best. Episode. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, Mr. Jones, you're gonna have to come on at some point, and um, maybe maybe tell me a movie you like, and then we'll we'll, we'll cover that one. Oh, it looks like we lost him. Oh, I think I'll let you know if he calls back. Yeah, he's probably on his way to to Joe Rogan. Hey, did you did you hear back from Rogan? Uh, yeah, he said stop contacting him. Oh, so so that so so much for that. Um, 
It's trailer time, trailer time. Come on, everybody, let's watch some trailers. Talk about them when we don't know all the info. We'll talk about the trailers. We don't know anything. It'll be good, and everyone likes it. Yeah, this is the part of the show where we talk about trailers. We make a lot of assumptions about what we're looking at, uh, and we, we judge we judge things that we haven't seen. So uh, the first trailer we want to talk about was... Um, uh she hulk what is going on with she hulk <laughs> is is it a movie or is it a show i think it's a show okay oh wait, it's a show why did they make a show out of she hulk because she's a guess, lawyer well okay scepter scepter think about this you have she hulk and do you think you could adequately tell the story of she hulk in just like two and a half. And all this majesty, yeah, definitely not. No, I yeah. don't think so. I think uh, we need to be hearing, we need to be amplifying um, women's voices, specifically like green women. Yeah, and my favorite woman. Two and a half hours is not enough, so she needs a ten-hour series. I'm trying to think of like the the plots, and soon what happens here is, you know, She Hulk is the attorney trying to prosecute a bad guy. But she's a bad attorney, not because she's a woman, but because of sexism. She's a bad attorney, so she loses a case, and then she has to go beat up the guy for revenge. You know, and then, and then she has to go on Tinder, and then go on Tinder, where yeah. she finds a guy too. You know, he was on Tinder looking for green women. She finds lots of guys. They all um, are all really excited about her. They like her, as the trailer says. Oh, I'm looking at the IMDb. It says. Jennifer Walters navigates the complicated life of a single 30 something attorney who also happens to be a green six foot seven inch super powered Hulk. So in the trailer, she says something about being like family with Bruce Banner. Like, is that her dad or no, they're like cousins. Oh, so how does she get powers from him? Um, gamma radiation. Okay. But wait, he got his powers from radiation, but was she in the same spot when he got radiated? No. It looks like she doesn't get powers. Like, it, I think this is an origin. Like, she'll be getting her powers in the thing. Yeah, he's like, coach, he's like coaching her on how to, like, wake up her inner Hulk. Yeah, he tries to... Um, I don't, I'm not familiar with, with She-Hulk, but as I understand it, in some iterations of the comics... She like doesn't even do superhero stuff. She's literally just a lawyer for superheroes. Huh. So like whenever there's a, like a story beat in uh, like a comic where like you know Iron Man has to go to court, he She Hulk will <laughs> be the the uh, the lawyer assigned to the case. Another, another sexual harassment case by Iron Man. So She Hulk. So so I think She Hulk is somewhat. Like it, it's like a joke character. It's like Ant Man, right? Okay. Now, I'm looking this up, and apparently, the way She Hulk got her powers, at least in the comic, perhaps, is she had to get a blood transfusion from her cousin, Bruce Banner, who's the Hulk. <laughs> and then she got monkeypox. <laughs> yeah, she <laughs> yeah, got monkeypox. Monkey <laughs> hey, when that happens. Um. Yeah. So I think because there's also something to the Hulk powers where like, if you try to irradiate someone else, they just like turn into goo. 
but like something about Bruce Banner keeps him alive. Like he's got some special blood, the special DNA that he can survive. Monkeypox. So I think that's how she gets it. Yeah, now, how do they get a needle to go through the Hulk's skin to withdraw yeah, blood? That's a good question. Mm-hmm. They use one of his fingernails to cut, and then you guys know the best part of the the trailer. It's when they uh, say, "It's when they say, you'll like her." <laughs> I sure hope so. No, yeah, they're definitely like how the trailer was like set up. It almost seems like it was set up to spark internet outrage. Yeah, like they want to be made fun of. Yeah, like there's this part where they're like, oh, your butt looks so great in that dress. <laughs> it's like, what? what is this? Well, I wonder, you know, because like the guy who makes the trailer is not necessarily a person who worked on the movie. So it's like, yeah, maybe they're just like, I'm doing what I can. Yeah, you get the trailer and you're like, or you get the actual content. You're like, this is this is the worst thing we've ever made. My uh, initial thoughts when I saw the trailer, right, was I was thinking back to the Kyle Rittenhouse trial. And how, to me at least, in some ways, people's reaction to the Rittenhouse trial was a litmus test on, like, whether I like you or not, I guess, right? And I feel like this was, like, the same way, <laughs> you know, but even more so. It'd be, it'd be funny if, if She-Hulk was actually just uh, a ret- retelling of the Kyle Rittenhouse story. Yeah, she's the lawyer, yeah. the prosecution. Yeah, yeah. Kyle funny. Rittenhouse is a villain. <laughs> He's a super villain. And transgender. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, okay, on the transgender thing. Okay, so yeah, why, why is she so being a Hulk also uh, seems to have made her more uh, more amorous, more aroused. Um, <laughs> is this like a testosterone thing? I don't know what they're doing with that. If it's like, if it's just supposed to be like, I'm a single hulk in the city and i'm trying to find love so it's gonna be it's like just, it's just so empowering in the city, but the hulk. yeah so was she having like problems like she, she's like going on tinder and she's like oh wow i finally have all this success on tinder it's like was were 30 year old uh single women in the city having a hard time on tinder maybe <laughs> pull up uh pull up uh women's happiness over over time um but yeah i don't i don't know but the the biggest thing i saw is hopefully this is not finalized cg because (laughs) she looks bad it looks like a weird cgi monster and i mean a lot of memes have already been made but like it just does look bad like even even the the regular Hulk looks better and maybe they just had the 3d model sitting around for regular Hulk and couldn't yeah. make as good of a one for this lady, but I don't know. Yeah. So I, I guess all of this is to say I am all in on she Hulk. Uh, yeah. yeah I can't wait. You guys are going to do a live stream of it, like live commentary yeah. real time. Yeah. Every episode. That's when does it drop? I, I hope I can join there. It's going to be great. August 17th. Mark your calendars, guys. Speaking of uh, Disney Plus Marvel shows, I did finish Moon Knight. But we was Moon Knight good? Passed. Don't spoil it. I want to see it. but um, There's definitely some spoilers that could be had. Uh, but to a certain extent, it it's the same as all the other ones. So if you liked the other yeah. ones, it's the same. 
the, the disappointing part of it, or, yeah, the other Marvel Disney okay. Plus shows. The disappointing part of it, I would say, is there needs to be more moon nighting. I haven't seen a single Disney Plus show um, before, so. Oh, okay. Well, then yeah. it's about as good as one of like the medium to low movies. Okay. <laughs> Basically, he transforms into Moon Knight for maybe like in the in the first episode you don't you don't even see it, and then in the second episode you get it for like like a like a three minute fight scene. And then kind of he doesn't transform again for like six more episodes. And then it, there's like a big fight at the end, I guess. But like, that's it. Hmm. That's because they were trying to save the CGI of the transformation for She-Hulk. Yeah. That's yeah. the budget. Yeah. Well, that, they have, yeah, only only so many GPUs at Disney. Well, the shortage, those chips, you yeah. know, you, you can't blame them. Yeah. yeah, all the kids in China are using them to watch the 2003 movies. Exactly. That would be cool if um, studios just released movies that weren't rendered because they're like, sorry, we couldn't get chips in time. So just, <laughs> here's a guy in a green suit and just pretend that's like Hulk. Just enjoy it for what it is, okay? Yeah. Let people enjoy things. Here's yeah. the animatic for this scene. Like, and they, or they should actually they should sigh out people and be like, oh, you uh, you needed fully rendered CGI to enjoy something? Okay, <laughs> you're not. I guess you're not very sophisticated. No, and it almost seems like the CGI quality on the Marvel stuff has been going down. Pro- probably. Like, because there's some scenes in Moon Knight where there's like a car chase, and it's a fully virtual car chase. We talked about it. But yeah, uh, but yeah like, there's, there's several scenes where it's just like, this is the best they could do? Like, okay. Yeah. Which I guess is impressive for TV, but like, okay. Yeah. Um, speaking of, uh, these like Marvel people, the, the Russo brothers who like directed a bunch, a bunch of the Marvel movies, um, they made this new movie called, uh, the gray man or gray man, starring, gray man. starring none other than Ryan Gosling, friend of the podcast. Yep. Ryan Gosling. We've got a new personality, my boys. Yeah. New personality drops, um, this summer or something. Also new facial hair. Thank you. Yeah. This one's going straight to Netflix. Oh, is it? Yeah. Which you watched. It looked trailer. better than that. It, does, it, yeah. it looked it looked like straight to Netflix action to me. Mm, um, maybe it did. If you ever saw like Extraction or Triple Frontier, they're both pretty good, but um but they're like mid budget action movies. Which is it's kind of cool that Netflix makes them because uh it's the kind of movie that uh, that fell off after you know in the, in the modern era like in the 90s there's a lot of these like mid-budget action movies but but we've got gosling we've got day armas uh-huh yeah. we've got uh billy bob you got captain america and then we've got captain america well i thought that the cast the casting choice is interesting too because you know the right-wing people they like day armas and they like ryan gosling and the left-wing people like captain america and they, they pitch a movie like oh who, who whose side are you on the radical centrists like Billy Bob Thornton. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. The I didn't see Billy Bob in the trailer. I must have. I like that guy. But he's one of the handlers or something. Yeah. He's okay. Okay. Older dude. Yeah. I like him from my centrist days, you know? Well, it, it looks good. Russo brothers are good at action. Uh, although they're 
like you know it's marvel so it's but like when they first did uh captain america winter soldier it was like pretty good action mm-hmm. it was like one of the best action marvel movies and then they tried to kind of recapture that in all the subsequent ones and it's not as good but anyway um did you know the russo brothers actually started on arrested development comedy directors i didn't but recently wow. i was looking for uh music for something uh they perform some music for one of their movies too so they're also like yeah. music guys well yeah but you see a little bit of humor in this it's almost looks like it's a marvel movie without superheroes yeah it actually doesn't so my thing is it didn't feel quite right to see gosling in that environment oh yeah it's a non-gosling environment yeah i mean he's like um he's he seems like he's been really selective with his roles and this one seems like a, just a paycheck, which is fine. You know, we support that, Ryan. Get that get that paper, but it uh, doesn't seem like the right thing for him. Maybe he just wanted more De Armas time. Yeah, and I would have told him this. You know, if he'd have, if he had come to me first, I'd have told him. He never listens. He didn't ask me this time, but maybe next time. Maybe next time. Yeah, um, I think that's all I have on this one. It, it looks interesting and i'll i guess i'll watch it for free on netflix yeah it looks fine i I, it but uh it didn't it didn't look good i I wouldn't say it looks fine like it yeah it looks like it might be good if the action is good it'll be a good action movie it looks like it had enough potential for me to watch it you know yeah i I will watch it if the action is boring or lame or not fun then then yeah but if the action works then it'll work so okay, so from we'll go from um, direct to Netflix action to uh, to a Mission Impossible trailer, which I guess comes out next year. But um, what's going on with Mission Impossible? Uh... Yeah, we we've talked a bit about movies that are franchises or series, and I I like the Mission Impossible franchise. It's fun. Well, and it's kind of changed recently, right? With the they've been coming out more often now, and then like because like the first three. Whereas like different directors, different things going on, kind of different tones. And then the fourth one came out and it was kind of more in the vein of these ones now where it's like there's one big stunt that everyone is amazed that Tom Hanks did himself. Right. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Yeah. Tom Hanks, too. Yeah. <laughs> was he in it? I don't, I yeah, don't... he was in it. It wasn't Thomas. It was Chet, that? I think, wasn't it? Chet Hanks. Yeah, it was Chet Hanks. We got to yeah. get Chet Hanks in some movies. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so, uh, Tom Cruise does the big stunt. So like in four, it was climbing the big tower in Abu Dhabi or whatever. Right. Or Dubai. And then what was the next one? The plane one? I don't remember. These are like, these, they all melted together. I don't, I don't know them. Yeah. The next one was the plane one and he was holding on to the side of a plane. And then the next one was with Superman and it was the jumping out of uh, high earth or orbit or whatever, like low earth orbit orbit. Um, and then this one, it looks like it's going to be a motorcycle jump off of a cliff into base jumping. Yeah. And of course, Tom Cruise is all of his, all of his own stunts, right? I believe yep. that's, that's one of the selling points. So I thought the movie kind of looked like you take mission possible, but instead you kind of mix in like the Batman and then the, the Italian job. Yeah, there was definitely an Italian job feeling scene with the little Fiat 500 yeah. thing. 
But it, um, the thing I've liked about the more recent Mission Impossibles is um, as action movies, they're about as pure as you get. It's just action, and that's all you're there for. You don't care yeah. about whatever thing he's looking for or whatever. <laughs> this looks like a lot of stunts. I'm yeah, watching. I'm watching the trailer now, just on mute. But it's. I mean, they they've they're doing like there's like a two minute trailer that's just pure stunts. Like the, so that means there's a, a there's like a horse gunfight. There's a submarine thing. Is that Leah Seydoux? Is that who that is? No, it's someone else. Who's that blonde chick? I don't know, but she's in a bunch of stuff. And there's also some woman who I. I mean, it's not her, but it looks like Jeff Bezos's new wife or girlfriend, whatever. But um, he's got a new that, one. Well, he's got that. He's got that girlfriend that he left his wife for. Mm. Um, uh, but you know, Jeff, we can uh, we can be a little more friendly to you on the podcast if you um, send something our way. If you know what I'm saying. Um, yeah. And then they got Rebecca Ferguson. You know, she's in Dune. She's the the mommy mm-hmm. in Dune. Oh, it's Haley Atwell, is or she's one of them. And then there's Vanessa Kirby. I think that's who you were thinking of. Okay. Oh, she was in the last Mission Impossible. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then also, this one is so this is Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part One. And then there's right. two. So 2023 and 2024. So it's just going to be is. nonstop stunts. So this yeah. would make it so that there's nine Mission Impossible movies now. Then, if you, you count both the two, right? Um, this said it says seventh installment, so this will be seven and eight, I guess. Okay, so eight then. Okay. Uh, guess what year Vanessa Kirby was born in? Uh, nineteen eighty. Two thousand three. Nineteen eighty-eight. Hmm. Oh, eight. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we call uh, Mission Impossible trivia. Yeah. yeah. You know, if they've done eight eight of these movies, I'm just going to have to say it. The mission seems possible. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's still going, though, right? Oh, okay. the one line that stood out to me on this, and maybe are we thinking that Tom Cruise is based and red-pilled? Because the <laughs> the line is like, you just have to pick a side. Like, you can't keep fighting like for your morals against both shadow governments. Like there's two shadow governments and you got to pick one of them. Hmm. Well, they're, they're saying that to him. Uh-huh. Wait, what, what would be the, what would be the based position? here? Well, just putting that in a movie that like, there's no good on either side. What, what if Tom Cruise is a QAnon? Yeah, that's what if I'm saying. Maybe they're doing QAnon. Uh, this is called mission impossible QAnon. Very cool. Dead Reckoning. You guys seen his thing with Matt Lauer? Uh, where he was like laughing? Well, I can't remember what they're talking about. It was like vaccines or something like that. And he's like, Matt, 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 Matt. You don't know the history. I do. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> it's also funny to me that, that Tom Cruise, you know, I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of people talk about his, uh, his age. You know how he's still so handsome, even at in his age. Fifty nine, fifty nine, very handsome. Yeah, yeah, doing all these stunts, and but it's funny that he's still like the go to guy for action movies. Like no one has really like, you know, like The Rock has done a bunch of action movies, but they're not that good usually. And Tom does a great job. But uh, Tom Cruise is still like the king of king of the action movie. Yeah, he's got one in theaters right now. Yeah, yeah Maverick. 
that interview, he says, psychiatry is a pseudoscience. You don't know the history of psychiatry. I do, Matt. Matt. Yes, Matt, psychiatry. Matt, Matt, That's it. Matt. You don't even, you're a glib. You don't even know what Ritalin is. <laughs> I 100% agree here. Tom it turns out that Matt glib. was the one uh, raping people in a, his rape office, though. Yeah. Oh, no. He was locking yeah. people in with a button under his desk. And <laughs> so maybe Tom Cruise is the good guy. I think Gotta Tom look Cruise into is... this Scientology thing. Sounds pretty interesting, actually. I think yeah. Tom Cruise is right that Matt doesn't know the history. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, in this Mission Impossible trailer, and this one's just for the this is just for the guys. So if you're if you're a woman, stop listening for ten seconds. But uh, it seemed like there was a naked lady at the beginning of the trailer. Yeah, I noticed that as well upon a second viewing, <laughs> and I'm like, is that a naked lady? We got naked ladies in trailers now? Yeah, and there's no, like, you know, red band or anything. Yeah, I don't know about that. It's It was kind of like how they do it in Bond movies, you know, at the beginning of a Bond movie. There's, like, just a silhouette or something. It was kind of like that, but it's like, uh, I don't know, you know. Yeah, what's the messaging with that? Is this supposed to be more Bondy? There's, like, uh, a Bond villain, too. There's, like, a guy with a funny outfit. Which well, that's like saying, do. like, comparing it like, to, to the Batman, because you have, like, people being gassed by, like, some goofy green gas in a bank. Yeah, it is a know? goofy gas. And then there's an <laughs> eye patch sniper girl. Yeah. Rebecca well, it's kind of, Ferguson. It's kind of funny because um, Bond, under Daniel Craig, they, became, like, became uh, born, right? Yeah. And so, like, the Bond lane is open. Someone can go be Bond now. Someone can just do the Bond thing. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I don't think that's what Mission Impossible is going to do, but it kind of is American Bond at yeah. now. But yeah, it's yeah. American Bond mixed with like Fast and the Furious, where it's just like an action movie. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's a, like a guy with very fancy uh, sunglasses and a nose respirator. And <laughs> yeah, then he's like, man. here's a goofy green gas explosion. <laughs> there's some guy that reminds me like that. Wait, the, she's got the a katana. Well. Yeah, there's a sword fight in this. Well, also, another thing I was thinking about, too, is you have the scene of Tom Cruise going to the desert. And it kind of feels like whenever you're at like the late stage of any action movie, they have to go to Egypt or whatever. Like, you know, John Wick does that, right? In number three, mm-hmm. he has to go to Egypt or whatever and ride camels, I guess. Is that that's like a signal of um, a franchise in decline? When they finally have to go to the desert, is, is, it, is it maturity or is it decline? I'm not sure. You know, we'll 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 know once John Wick Four comes out. Then we'll see if it's decline or good. Next up, we got uh, Obi Wan, which I which I didn't realize was a TV show until today, and I guess it's coming out in like a couple weeks. Yeah, I, this thing I I just didn't know anything about it. I feel like I should have known more, have heard more about it. But have you? Um... When watching it, what did you think? I thought it looked okay. Okay. Uh, it's got Joel Edgerton, who I like. Yep. Um, there was so here's one thing I noticed. You know he was actually in the the episode three, right? Oh, that's right, he was, wasn't he? Uh, I forgot, but yeah, he. Um, but here's something I noticed: there's a lot of the clips from the trailer. They look more like generic sci-fi and not Star Wars. Uh, there's one part where it looked thing. looked a little like Tron. Like that, some lady like standing over a, a neon city or something like that. Looked a little more Tron-y. Uh huh. Um, but uh, oh, and was Kumail Nanjiani in there? He may have been. I thought I saw him, and that you know, and that might be that might be a deal breaker. I might not even watch it. 
So yeah. when I was watching it, I was thinking the same thing, Granite, where it, it seems like Disney messed up the last three movies they made. And so they want to stick with something safe and not be too daring. So just pick a safe sci-fi movie, put what we want in it, and you're good. Mm-hmm. But and also in regards to the three movies that I think Disney kind of ruined, you know, if you were upset by that and you like stars before, realize that Obi-Wan takes place before those happened. You know, between, yeah, because you were unclear on that, right? Yeah, it, it, it takes place between three and four, so therefore Disney hasn't ruined it yet, so it's fine. Well, they so, did Rogue yeah. One. Right. Okay. So, so I'm like a Star Wars guy, right? I I loved Star Wars growing up and ingested every bit of Star Wars lore and video game that there was. Mm-hmm. So... So I follow like the the goings on, but like yeah, so many people were confused by Rogue One because they're like, when did this happen? Like, <laughs> and, it happened before Star Wars Four, right? Right, right. But it like, makes, it made sense to me, but I can see why. Then like, they you... came out with the Han Solo movie, and people were like, wait, I thought he died. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like they're trying to do all these different like generations of Star Wars, but like the the casual fan is just like, what? Like, what is this? I guess I'll watch it. Like, they don't really get what's going on. So, yeah, this is supposed to be like Obi-Wan. What did Obi-Wan do between uh, episode three and episode four? That's the idea. Yeah. And um, has the opportunity of encountering such characters as an undead Darth Maul, uh, a younger Boba Fett. Uh, okay, wait. Is Darth Maul in the, the, the trailer? No, but Darth Maul is in uh, the cartoons where Obi-Wan also makes an appearance. Um, So, like, I watched all the kids' cartoons, and this takes place during the same time period as uh, one of the cartoons, which was Star Wars Rebels, which is, like, the forming of the Rebel Alliance. And the bad guys in this are the bad guys in Rebels, who are the Jedi Inquisitors. So they're, they're former Jedi who uh, be joined the Sith to go and hunt down the remaining Jedi. Hmm. Oh, it looks like they've hired uh, Hayden Christensen. Yes, Hayden Christensen's going to be in it. That's nice of them. Mm-hmm. But who knows what these people are thinking and what they're going to do. But the Inquisitors look really dumb in non-cartoon version. Yeah. Those are the Tron people you were seeing. Yeah, I'm looking at some some still images now. Yeah, it's a little Tron-y, but that you know, whatever. But yeah, um, I I like you and McGregor. Yeah. So and Joel Edgerton too is probably a pretty good actor. Um, yeah. and so I feel like they kind of lucked out casting him as uh, Uncle Ben, the guy who basically does nothing in <laughs> Episode Four and then gets burned into a skeleton. <laughs> um, oh, I gotta go to Tashi Station to pick up the count- power converters. <laughs> oh, they got um O'Shea Jackson, who's um Ice Cube's son. I think Ice oh. Cube is that the right guy. I'm not. I don't know my my rappers very well, but is Ice Cube's last name Jackson? Well, O'Shea Jackson plays his dad in that NWO movie. Oh, um, so NWA. NWA, yeah, NWO. Uh, that's I'm thinking of uh, WWF. Yeah, that's Kumail Nanjiani. 
Yeah, and we as, got, a, uh, as a Jedi who's hiding out, he's going to get killed. So that's good. <laughs> that's, well, he's in um, six episodes, though. So that means he's in the whole thing. Oh, no. Oh, they got Benny Safty. I don't know, the Safty brothers. <laughs> they made um, that movie Uncut Gems, which was pretty good. You know, it would be cool, though, if they, like, this is what I wish they would do. What if they just have Obi-Wan go tear some people up? You know, because, yeah. like, he was chopping yeah. off arms in that one movie. Like, so he's probably no, got no problem chopping up some people. Yeah. Like, just a hard R, Obi-Wan, and then, like, <laughs> they just are, like, slaughtering the Jedi that are still alive. Well, that's That'd what be... made um, Mandalorian cool, is that it was such a simple story. It was just a guy, a guy just doing jobs, just going from one job uh -huh. to another. And, you know, they do the same thing here with Obi-Wan. Just, you know, maybe have him do some jobs, kill some people. Yeah. Like, I like that. Like, if they just go, like, we're just going to have some lightsaber battles. Like, every episode, you get a big lightsaber battle where he kills, like, five dudes. Yeah. I would watch. I'll probably end up watching. Yeah, we'll see. I never saw Boba Fett or The Mandalorian. Should I watch those? I, I drop out of things like this really easily, though. If I um, have, like, one or two, I'm just like, eh, I'll, I'll drop off. I'd say yeah. um, season one of Mandalorian is worth a watch. Mm -hmm. so um, I've watched the first season actually, but just nothing past that. Uh oh, yeah. So the second season is worth a watch too if you liked the first. Um, but the Boba Fett you can skip. Okay. Yeah, so, so some of that and it was uh, pretty boring. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not even the first season i can't remember but at and least then two, two episodes of boba fett are actually just the mandalorian again all right let's uh let's look at this new avatar movie the long-awaited return of the avatar yes avatar 2 the return of the avatar bender I'm, yeah i'm really excited for this one i always love the avatar benders <laughs> You never, you never saw the first one, did you? Yeah, I never saw the first one, but you know, I always liked Planet of the Apes, and this looks <laughs> like that, but with blue people. It's a cooler CGI. How did you, know? you skip seeing that? <laughs> like everybody saw it. Yeah, I was, uh, was dealing with some national security during that time. <laughs> okay, mm -hmm. yeah, you're yeah. always got national security problems. Highest grossing yeah. movie uh, uh, to date when it when it was came out. To date, it beat the 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 the, the Titanic who was the previous highest grossing before yeah. Avatar, but yeah, that so didn't have any monkeys in it. So this is putting the two together. It's Titanic plus Avatar. Yeah. So in this trailer, are they on Earth? Like the um, no. normal Earth? Oh, okay. I no, because they have like the flying dolphin guys. Those oh, that's don't right. Live on Earth. But it I, like there was like a normal blue whale, and I was like, "Oh, do they come?" To I didn't know the Avatar even go to Earth. No, that's like, a complicated whale. It's got like a little tail you can plug into. Oh, okay. I was thinking it was just like a normal American whale. Wait a second, Avatar: Last Airbender is actually in this trailer. What? There's water bending. Yes. Okay. Um. So, I recently rewatched Avatar. Um, and it is a dumb movie, but it's kind of fun. You watch it, there's like a, and it's like something different, right? Like from, from freaking every movie being a Marvel superhero movie. It's just like that, that would be, would have been sci-fi is now just a Marvel movie. Yeah. But, but this is like, 
a a big budget sci-fi epic that's not anything else. So remember how they had unobtainium in the movie? Yeah, that was the best name for metal ever. Well, here's the thing: is that a lot of people when they watched it, they're like, "Huh, unobtainium? That's dumb." And they use that as a reason for why Avatar was dumb. And I always just thought, like, well, you know, that's a great name, I think. Well, you know, there's something called like Einsteinium. Like we, these things get names, yeah. right? Things get weird names. Um, so I never held that against it. I yeah. What about Taruk Makto? Tell tell us about Taruk Makto. Taruk Makto is the person who can tame the biggest dragon bird. Ah, okay. And he's Taruk Makto. There's Jake so many Sully. dumb elements, though, like Nobelium, Mendelium, Californium, Berkelium, uh, just Americium. Uh, it just gets dumber and dumber. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot, of, a lot of crazy elements. That's, like yeah. maybe Avatar is, takes place in a future where like Reddit takes over, so they're like, "Yo, <laughs> this is going to be unobtainium because you can't obtain it." Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that that term has been is used in other movies too, just as like a stand-in, like for something that's hard to get. Hmm. Unobtainium is in other movies. I don't know if that exact phrase. It's it's like it appears elsewhere, is what I've heard. Uh, as like a as like a science word or a just like a, a an inside joke among like scientists or other types of people who who work in with elements. So there, this movie is about family, like the Fast and the Furious movies, and then there's just like a dreadlock boy. <laughs> Um, so did he, yeah. is he like his child or is he just like they found a boy like where did he come from who is this dreadlock tarzan boy mm. i don't know i, just yeah, watched, I don't either just watch the good dinosaur uh, good dinosaur uh-huh. i watched that recently too like last week that yeah. has a little, that has a little like uh dreadlock boy yeah, yeah but like in the first avatar it ends with jake Sully being one of the last humans left and they kick all the other humans out. And then he decides to kill his human self and be reborn in his blue self. Oh my goodness. Wow. Oh, spoiler alert for avatar. Yeah. Um, and then like now he's like, but I've got a family and in this family is this dreadlock boy. The trailer looked like a video game. Wait, hold on. So is the, is the dreadlock boy, is he blue human or is he, just a like a pink boy. He's a oh he is a pink human boy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Did it look so once again, I think some of these things you have to watch on a good TV, otherwise they look like video yeah. games. Which is a uh, weird thing. You'd think like if you just like put a film grain over it, it would look n- not like a video game. Yeah, it looked like a video game, but um you know, whatever. Like uh, I'll probably. Video games look good nowadays, though. So that's okay. You know yeah. what I hope happens in this is he, they meet up with like a water tribe, and then like he has to like ingratiate himself with the water tribe, mm-hmm. and then and then he ends up falling in love with one of the water tribe women, and then betraying his former clan and going with the water tribe, and then they have a big battle against each other, and then he ends up riding in on like the best water creature <laughs> a, a blue whale like a blue whale with a with a kamshmi tail and uh <laughs> and it's just the same movie but with now he's like he, he this guy's just like a traitor <laughs> like oh, whatever just, yeah, group he's a part of he's like no i'm i'm betraying you and going with this new group yeah we have a we have a word for those they're called liberals 
Oh. Um, I watched it again. I found the pink sun. Wow, you're right. Where's this guy coming from? Yeah, what's his deal? Why does he have dreadlocks? <laughs> he like he's a got it like his mouth breathing face shield thing. You you can't take a shower with that. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I anticipate that I will feel the same way about this one as it did the first one which was Me too. i will <laughs> i will watch it and it'll be fine and then i will probably not think about it very much you, you don't want to see the epic tale of jake Sully. um well you know didn't cameron say he wanted to do like five of these movies no yeah he's doing i think at least three more like hmm. they're already in production well do you switch to monsters inc because there's a blue guy named Sully. Uh, perhaps his first name is Jake. It's totally That's a really related Monsters Inc. James Cameron oh, yeah. was yeah, it's a Monsters Inc. ripoff. James Cameron was inspired by Monsters Inc. Yeah, this is interesting though. Um, also with Star Wars and Avatar, uh, Star Wars Land just came out, but Avatar Land exists in Florida, and it's funny because. Uh, Disney owned Avatar or did some deal with Avatar because they wanted to do some type of uh, park and they wanted to do Star Wars, but they couldn't get the rights to it. And so they decided to go with Avatar and he was supposed to release these movies like in like 2016 or something. Yeah. But he, he never like delivered on it. And then like COVID delayed him even further. And then mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> and then so they went ahead and built Avatar Land and then like literally like a year later. They ended up buying the rights to Star Wars and then building a tiny Star Wars land in what in uh, Disneyland instead of Disney World. Yeah, man, that must be real. That must have been real frustrating for some some corporate guys at Disney. <laughs> I know. Could you imagine the meeting? Yeah, <laughs> I pu I put in four years of my life getting the Avatar deal done, and then they just turn around and buy Star Wars. <laughs> but it's like then they're stuck with this park. Related to a ten-year-old movie that nobody cares about, you know what I, I mean? I can tell you, like, yeah. when did Avatar come out? Two thousand three, probably. Two thousand ten, or or nine. Oh, I thought it was older than that. I thought it was older than that too. But yeah, that that actually sounds right now. Yeah, it was, the, it was the winter of. Well, it was when I got home from my mission. That's how I. Know. Yeah, I was amazed that they bought. <laughs> the movie was big, but still, when they made that park, the movie is so old. It was like it's kind of. I I remember the theater I saw it in, and I remember it was one of those theaters where uh, you can exit right to the street when you're done. Um, and I just remember walking outside, and it was bright, and I was just like, "Welp, that was Avatar." <laughs> <laughs> so you want to hear my story? It's kind yeah. of bad. Um, so I had just got home from my mission, and I was like eager to get back on the dating scene, right? Yeah. So first um, activity that is scheduled like not even the first Sunday uh, I go to the activity and I'm flirting with all the girls I can find. Uh, not really. I'm, I'm kind of just chilling. I wasn't that bad, but anyway, I end up talking to this girl. I'm making her laugh and she's like, how long have you been home from your mission? And I'm like, Oh, I got home on Monday. <laughs> and she's <laughs> like, Oh, I would have guessed like a few years. And I'm like, Oh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, but then, uh, anyway, I end up asking her out and I'm like, maybe we'll go to a movie. I don't know. Like she was, she started talking about movies. So I was like, Hey, let's go to one. 
And so uh, I asked her out to a movie, and I'm like, should we – like, we end, we end up deciding on Avatar. <laughs> okay. So anyway, we go on the date. We're waiting in line because, you know, it was like you had to wait in lines back then, and then yeah. it was 3D and whatever. And all she's talking about is her ex-boyfriend who was on a mission and who wanted to be a cancer doctor for kids and how great he was. And I'm like, oh, I have no plans. I just got home from my mission. But she was, yeah, she just talked about her ex-boyfriend the whole time. And then we end up going in. And then uh, (laughs) I think she had invited her friend to come with, too, (laughs) without telling me. And so her friend shows up, and it was just over. And I just just watched the movie, enjoyed it. And then I was like, (laughs) yeah, and then I never talked to that girl again. So, yeah, that was it. a fun first date home from the we mission. call that we call that the unobtainium zone <laughs> yeah i got put in the unobtainium zone for sure but like i didn't even like her that was the thing that was dumb i'm like you didn't have to invite your stupid friend i don't even like you yeah you're not that hot yeah that kind of pockmark faced what's that deal <laughs> i hope she's listening to this yeah if she you're knows, listening she knows who she is yeah she does um, all right. Anything we'll else? get a fan letter from her next week. Yeah. Cease and desist. Don't talk about me on your show. Or I'll have my friend come over. Yeah. I'll invite my friend over to sit there awkwardly. I took a girl to a movie once and she like didn't think it was a date. I'm like, what are you talking? It's me and you at a movie. And I, I asked you to come. It's like, a classic date. Yeah. Yeah. I know a movie's not the best date as well, but I was just like, it, it's what came up. So that's yeah. what we settled on. All right. Anything else guys? I, I held you longer than, uh, than we planned. Yeah. Are you okay with that? Um, I'm fine. Yeah. I'll have to edit out some of the, uh, some of the, some of this materials, um, pretty offensive, but <laughs> All right, sounds like we're good. Yep. Catch right, yeah, us next time. To watch, so yeah, thanks for having me on. All right, yeah, yeah, thanks for coming. Watch Obi Wan comes out on May twenty seventh on <clears throat> Disney Plus. And She Hulk, who might represent Obi Wan in court for what he did to yeah. Anakin. You yeah. know that's what they're gonna do, right? It's a crossover. Epic crossover. It's it's called Marvel Secret Wars, and they're planning on doing it. Wait for real. Yeah, where they cross over all the uh, Marvel-related comic properties. Oh, so no. it includes stuff other than um, other than uh, Marvel. It includes Star Wars and stuff like that. So you could have like Darth Vader fight Iron Man. Oh, of course. Of course. I it's totally going to be want, bad. I totally want that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm just realizing now we talked about like a bunch of Disney stuff. But remember, don't support Disney at all. Yeah, yeah this I is the anti Disney podcast. Yeah. I have Disney Plus for free. It's the only reason I have it. I'd I steal not... it from a friend. Yeah, same, yeah. Same. Actually I, I have it, but I still steal their stuff. Good. Just to make sure they like it's you know, it's about sending a message. Yeah. That's what the Joker did. Yeah. So it was about sending a message. Uh, hello, is is this Granite? Yeah, this this is Alex Jones. I'm calling in because you, uh, you used a clip from my show on your last episode. No, I just wanted to call in and say that Bone Broth uh, 
caveman bone broth. It's the best you've ever had. You're going to want to buy it. Pick it up at uh, alexjonesstore.com. Uh, you're going to love it. Well, I've, I've been listening since day one, since the first episode. Uh, what was what was that one with uh, uh, Bennett? And you talked about Dune. That was the best episode. Well, I'm I'm definitely a Dune fan. I love the the Bene Gesserit, the the Bene Playa Um I love the uh, 